0: It's time for another segment of Always Learning with our friends from Barry and Risa. We have Superintendent Eric Hopstock joining us. Hello, Eric. How are you? Hello, Johnny. I'm very good. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Good to have you. Uh, And we've learned so much. Uh, I mean, as this segment is called, Always Learning, we're learning a lot about the things that you guys do at Barry and Risa. And uh, as we said before we jumped on here, is that a lot of the stuff and a lot of the great work happens Sort of behind the scenes and from district to district. So uh, we like to highlight a lot of that stuff, right?
1: We do. And it's been a pleasure to introduce our community to things that they may not realize is happening on a daily basis.
0: And we have a special guest uh, that is joining us today. Who do
1: we have? We have with us Nick Dietrich. He is one of our mental health consultants. A few years ago, uh, Michigan started um, sending some money that we thought was just going to be a year or two mm-hmm. to expand mental health services in the schools. Um, that has continued in every year. It's gone up a little bit. So we made a commitment to not only distribute those funds to the districts that uh, wanted to provide uh, more Extensive services. But like we said before, uh, we we cooperate in this county and some are like, I can't do it myself. So sure. we have hired a handful of um, s- uh, providers that mm-hmm. coordinate that service through our office. And Nick is one of those highly skilled um, individuals that deliver mental health services.
0: Yeah, it's so important uh, for that. And great that that, like you said, that continues. But Nick, let's uh, kind of dive in with some of this. What are some of the current trends uh, relative to mental health and the overall well-being of students in schools today?
2: Yeah, so I was just kind of looking and preparing for for that question and Mm -hmm. looking at um, the CDC has has some data from 2011 Mm -hmm. to 2021. So like a 10-year, even kind of before the pandemic, showing um, kind of some negative trends with um, symptoms of depression and stress, traumatic experiences, and then um, even more concerning with like suicidal thoughts, suicidal plans, and deaths by suicide. So we've seen there's a lot of areas where the trending is is not good. And then we throw in the pandemic and Mm -hmm. things just kind of, just, you know, went off the rails sort of with just adding even more trauma, more stress to everybody, and more so- social isolation to everybody. Um, yeah. I think one of the positive trends that that I've seen lately is that people are talking about mental health. Um, like, you know, like famous people, you have celebrities, yeah. musicians, actors, uh, social media influencers. Like, I think there's definitely been a positive trend in normalizing mental health and, mm-hmm just getting the word out there that hey it's okay we're struggling let's let's talk about it let's get the issues out there and let's let's deal with them together
0: absolutely yeah you're totally right on on all those points and with that uh there's a lot of stressors of course that kids deal with and i think even more so like you said in that even that 10 year span uh social media and a lot of other different factors that are affecting the mental health of these children. Now, what support services are being provided by Barry and Risa to support the mental health?
2: Yeah, so we have, like Eric was saying, there's four of us. We're mental health consultants. Um, One of the things we do is we provide direct services to students. We do like one-on-one therapy or small group therapy with students. Um, There's about a dozen or so um, mental health providers that are in the local districts Mm -hmm. and we collaborate with them we kind of, you know, brainstorm ideas, we problem solve different areas, um, different issues, different hot topics that are coming up often. And we um, try and try and combine our resources, ideas and work together to kind of solve some of those problems. Um, we offer some trainings. One of the trainings we do um, is called Youth Mental Health First Aid. So we We train adults in how to kind of recognize a mental health challenge or recognize somebody that's maybe in a mental health crisis and how to how to address that young person, how to help them, how to connect them to resources and how to kind of um, be, you know, feel a little more confident Mm -hmm. or at least feel okay with like, hey, I don't have to have all the answers because there's so many different things going on, especially with like, you know, students in school like teachers, uh, you know, uh, cafeteria staff. You know, all these different staff members that maybe notice something, but just don't know what to do or don't feel comfortable like just checking in on a student. And so sure. it kind of gives them some tools and some ideas on how to like maybe approach a student and kind of assess what what they might need and then help connect them to, to some resources.
0: Yeah, this is a really uh, important stuff, you know, and in, in being able to uh, support these kids with the mental health. And you mentioned uh, a little while ago about you know funds being able to to help and support and even grow even your team to help these school districts. Uh, and so, you know, with even before pandemic and in you know in the years past, who provided some of these services? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't. In the schools, a lot of times, yeah. you know, it was, it was community like uh, mental health agencies, private practice agencies. Um, and so that I think has been one of the reasons that this is a huge need and is feeling a big need is that it's removing a lot of those barriers, um, transportation barriers, mm. you know, uh, job barriers, time barriers for parents, just unable to really make that work. And also, um, provide some kind of maybe like a stop gap if they're on a waitlist to get somewhere you know we can we can sure. provide a service kind of in short term if they're you know they're on a three-month waitlist to get in to see somebody um we're able to provide that so hmm. I think that's kind of one of the like I guess kind of how how this has come in to really fill in a gap I think where there is a need for you know a place where students are all like all day every day they're they're in school right. that's a great great spot. To, to meet them where they're at and to help them best that we can.
0: Yeah, it's a large part of their day in most of the year that they're spending in schools to be able to have that available to them is really great. Tell me about the uh, the TRAILS program. What is that?
2: Yeah, so the TRAILS program, it's a nonprofit uh, program out of, out of Michigan. It, it originally came from the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it is and what they offer is basically a, a research-based curriculum that's designed for schools, so it's uh, it can be implemented by uh, school professionals, the guidance counselors, teachers. They have kind of uh, a really nice structure that fits really well with kind of the framework of schools. Yeah, and so there's you know there's different ways that you can use the curriculum depending on if you want it to be like presented to the whole class or presented just one on one with one student or maybe a small group. So it it kind of offers all these different life skills. Uh, coping skills, education on what is depression? What is anxiety? What are some of the symptoms that maybe I'm experiencing? And then it also, one of the things I really like about it is that it kind of challenges students. It challenges their, the way that they're thinking about situation. And it kind of challenges them to maybe like face a fear or to set a goal for themselves and maybe overcome an obstacle that, that they didn't realize they were capable of doing something before. So there's, there's a lot of really cool things that trails. And, and programs like Trails um, really give students a chance to kind of overcome some barriers to learning and being successful in relationships and and in academics.
0: Now, is this being in- implemented or at least available to all the schools uh, across Berean County?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's it's kind of one of our initiatives that mm-hmm. that we're working towards. You know, it is available. And so we're kind of working on like training, sure. providing coaching and what whatever we can do to help them implement implement something like that, so that they can they can see some of the benefits of of the the students learning those skills.
0: Yeah, we're talking with Nick Dietrich. He is uh, the men, one of the mental health consultants with Barry and Risa. Now, uh, Nick, if there is a say a student that's experiencing emotional distress, uh, what should families do?
2: Yeah, so I think I think the big thing, kind of like I was mentioning, like. You know, with normalizing it mm-hmm. is just like, don't be afraid to talk to somebody about it, whether it's a friend, a family member, um, just anybody, you know, a church yeah. pastor, uh, a doctor is a good person to talk to if they're if they have an appointment with their primary care physician. Um, and then they can always call Baron Risa, they can call us and we can work with the family and try and connect them to services. Um, there's also a 988 crisis line that's yeah. 24-7. Um, it's a call or text number. That you can chat with somebody if you're like having suicidal thoughts, um, you can any anytime you need you can call that number. So I think I think the most important thing is just to not not be afraid to reach out to somebody and and find you know find some help. So.
0: Yeah, and you're you're totally right about it. You know, being able to uh, it's great that you know people are are talking about it more, normalizing it more, and mm-hmm. and yeah, with especially with mental health, a lot of times you don't always know something's wrong until. Somebody's speaking up and, and saying, hey, something's going on and it's, I'm not feeling right. Um, so that's really uh, wonderful that these resources are available to uh, kids in our community. Eric, anything you'd like to add?
1: I, I The perspective is 10 years ago, there were kids and families in, in crisis and we really didn't have services thing. Right. I didn't know where to direct them. So, I'm really pleased that today we have options for those families. Sure. Like Nick mentioned, the 988 number, the, and that we have services that can be offered through the schools. And so, this is really meeting kids where they're at as they are to help them achieve great things through their education. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, go oh, I
2: just want to say, like, that's kind of our goal yeah. and our team is that every student has access to, to mental health services, whether it's through us or us helping connect them to somebody that's that's really kind of the yeah. the emphasis like our 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 goal and our purpose is to make sure that that's that's available and that there aren't any barriers to that
0: right well nick thank you so much for telling us uh about all this and thank you to your team as well for all the great work that you guys are doing in our community thank you thanks and eric as always if people want to learn more about this or any of the other things that are available and things that you guys do over at Barry and Risa, where can we go
1: Barry and Risa.org. And this is especially important that if you want to reach out, info at Barry and org, And if you're in crisis, that will get to this mental health team.
0: Awesome. Well, Eric, again, I'll check in with you uh, again next week. Check in with you next week. Looking forward to it.